0: You should now be at Rua da Assunção. Look for number 42. On the second floor were the headquarters of Félix, Valadas e Freitas Limitada. One of the company's partners was Mário Freitas, Fernando Pessoa's cousin and son of Aunt Anica.
1: He worked and helped his cousin a bit at the office. And Ofélia Queiroz went there to apply for a job. Ophelia
2: Quiroz Quiroz was a young girl from a bourgeois family who worked as a typist, I suppose, because she was very advanced for her age for that time, a woman who was going to work for a company with men only. At that time, it was certainly because she was a bit different from the majority of other women, wasn't she? She was funny, she was smart, and it was the timing... Timing is everything, isn't it? She went to get a job there, and he saw her. One day, they were at the office, and the power
0: went down. That was when it all began.
2: According to what she said, he asked her to stay a bit longer when it was time to leave the office they would let the others out and then he knelt down beside her and began to recite a part of shakespeare's hamlet the scene in which hamlet declares his love for ophelia they had the same name which was a coincidence I was very disturbed, of course, and not knowing what to say, I just put on my coat and hurried off. Fernando got up with a lamp in his hand to see me out, but suddenly he laid it on the wall partition, unexpectedly. He grabbed me by the waist, hugged me, and without saying a word, he kissed me and kissed me passionately like crazy. I went home embarrassed and confused and days went by and as Fernando seemed to ignore what had happened between us, I decided to write him a letter asking him for an explanation.
1: And a great correspondence began. And it's interesting for several reasons. On the one hand, it's simply a complete correspondence between two sweethearts of that time. Then she left the office after a few months. And I used to take walks with her and take the tram with her. They were extending their walks,
2: taking the longer route, so they could talk longer. I suppose they actually took small walks because she refers to the fact that he occasionally pulled her into the entrance of a building to kiss her. Certainly, they also had some physical contact. In fact, the letters show this, that there was physical contact, some intimacy, as it is suggested by their use of an erotic code, the references they make to the pigeons. When he says at one point, I wish I'd laid my head on your little pigeons. It's obviously understood the pigeons were her breasts.
0: In 1920, Ophelia was 19 and so was 31.
2: The relationship had two phases. In the first phase, perhaps she thought that in a short time, the relationship would grow into an engagement and then a marriage, because that was the most expected thing to do at the time.
0: The first phase lasted until November 1920. Then they broke up. Farewell letters were written.
2: Lisbon, November the 27th, 1920. Fernando, it's been four days since you last made an appearance or even wrote to me. Well, as you have no reason to put an end to this, this is how you proceed. Well, given the circumstances, I don't think I want to continue. I'm not your ideal. That much I understand. Because if you really like me, you wouldn't behave the way you do. The temperaments counteract. The essential thing is to like someone. Well, if it's your will, I wish you happiness. Ophelia Kiroche.
3: Ophelia. Dear Ophelia, thank you for your letter. It made me feel both sad and relieved. These things cause suffering, but the suffering passes. My destiny belongs to another law whose existence you're not even aware of and it is evermore the slave of masters who do not relent and do not forgive. You don't need to understand this. It's enough that you hold me in your memory with affection as I will steadfastly hold you in mine. Fernando.
0: At the time when a relationship ended, usually couples
2: would return letters and gifts to each other. Yet Fernando Pessoa says in one of the letters when the relationship ended in 1920, let's not behave like ordinary people. Let's keep each other's things. And so this allowed the letters to be held by each of the families.
1: Then in 1929, there was a return to the relationship. Fernando Pessoa showed Carlos Queiroz, a valued poet who was Ofelia's nephew, a photograph in Abels in which Fernando Pessoa is calmly drinking and Carlos Quiroz shows our friend Ophelia this photograph. Ophelia is again infatuated by him or simply remembers him and asks him to send her a copy too, a, a, a photograph of him drinking a couple of glasses of wine. And that's when Fernando Pessoa writes the fabulous phrase In flagrante delitro, caught in the act of drinking, which restores the courtship between them. But the relationship wouldn't last, because they then continue to talk on the phone, etc. But, well, in fact, the answer Fernand Pessoa gives to all of this, I have literary work to do.
2: He had all that work in his head, and he thought he didn't have time to organize his work. And if he had to pay for a house or a school for the children and still pay attention to his wife, he wouldn't have time for his work. He truly thought so. But anyway, I think that until the end, maybe she always had some hope, especially when the relationship restarted in 1929. And so she also began to make concessions, as I said a little while ago. If you do so-and-so, I promise I won't bother you, I'll let you do your work.
0: But this is a three-way relationship. Alvaro de Campos is part
2: of it. So, Alvaro de Campos writes to Ophelia, and Ophelia replies to Alvaro de Campos, and she continues to play along. And although she didn't express much, she was not very keen on
1: Alvaro de Campos. And Pessoa was fascinated because Ophelia joined the game. She played with him at the game of the heteronyms. And this also explains his emotional attachment to
2: Ophelia. Because Ophelia understood everything he was talking about perfectly. And the answers she gave... Showed that she understood deeply what he thought, what he wanted to do, etc. I
0: think, a person, a spirit,
3: I think Ophelia recognizes in Pessoa almost a twin spirit. There is a complicity in them that has to do with the fact that they are very sensitive people, maybe finding themselves living in a difficult historical time due to the many prejudices, because of the social, political circumstances conservatism etc and so I think that Pessoa finds a way of drowning his loneliness with Ophelia.
2: Fernando Pessoa died in 1935 Ophelia if I'm not mistaken got married in 1938 by the time she got married, she wanted to destroy Fernando Pessoa's letters, which was a common thing to do at the time. But Ophelia's husband didn't allow her to discard the letters. He said, no, she shouldn't burn or destroy the letters because the letters of a poet like Fernando Pessoa were not to be destroyed.
0: Fernando Pessoa's letters to Ophelia were published in 1978, but it was only in 1996, five years after Ophelia's death, the completed correspondence was published. It was with a letter, once sent from Lisbon to England, that a new and unlikely relationship began. We shall speak about that in the next episode. Rua Augusta is our next stop.